You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. <laughs> after laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead, pull up a chair. Hey guys, welcome to the after laugh. I am back after a brief hiatus, and I'm here with my my. We've met before. Yeah. You, oh, do you of not course. remember how we met? I, I, you know what's so funny? I think we met on a, a procedural TV show. No. Hold on, hold on. Aaron O'Brien. How are you doing, Aaron? <laughs> Good. O'Brien? How are you? Yeah, I know we knew each other. Actually, it's so funny because sometimes I have people on podcasts. I go, I know this person. I know we worked on mm-hmm. something. I thought it was maybe Criminal Minds or. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that. I'm excited was, to tell you. Okay, hold on. Now I've got to guess. <laughs> yes. Was it a TV show? No. Was it a movie? No. Was it a music <laughs> video? Yes. <laughs> Wait. Think. Was it Arlandria? Yes, in New oh, York. Oh, my God. That's so crazy. So we did this. Explain what Arlandria was. Okay. So this was a thing that I found on Actors Access, and I remember being super excited because it was a Foo Fighters music video. So, Like you could direct an original video for Foo Fighters. And this was when videos had a little bit of whatever. Yeah, they were cool still. They were still kind of cool. Yeah. So it was like 10 years ago? Yeah, because that's yeah. when I moved here. So I was still in New York. That's 10 years ago. Yep. So yeah, it was like a, a contest where like a director gets to like submit their video and they like the it. The winner get, and it got played on MTV. It was Fuse. VH1. Oh, Fuse. Because I, I waited for that shit. Like, I like <laughs> I was so for excited to see it. Yeah. So I was like, dude, I'm like, they're going to introduce our video. And that was like one of my first like being on TV experiences. So that was like big deal for me. Is Fuse still around? I don't know. Probably not. I don't think they are yeah. around anymore. Um, but Fuse was supposed to take over the MTV space. Maybe. I miss MTV. Is there any place that shows videos anymore because mtv doesn't really show any videos anymore right i don't even know if it's just ridiculousness and then like reruns of jersey shore I think. yeah and then vh1 also does a lot of reality tv now i think i don't even watch real tv i just watch netflix hulu and there has to be a station with- anyway so it was a music video for yeah. the food fighters mm-hmm. and so they chose it out of a group of i don't know hundreds of submissions i think so i'm sure everybody was really excited fighters was a big deal back then yeah they still are, they still are. i still think they're cool as shit and uh, it was called Ar- their song Arlandria, which mm-hmm. came out as a single. Uh, no, I think it was like the whole album because everybody oh. had like a, they directed each song on the new album. Oh, yeah, that, that's just a Dave Grohl thing to do, isn't it? I think so. Um, so I don't remember the video. I remember it being very weird. Yeah, it was. I was the hero, mm-hmm. and I was being chased around Brooklyn. Yep. By a bunch of weird ass superheroes. Oh, that's right! Yep. Like su- you were a superhero. I was, a mystic. I was like a like a psychic. I had a crystal ball, and I was like yeah. doing some voodoo on you. And my ex girlfriend at the time was in the video too. Uh, oh, that, okay. Oh, I didn't tell you what. Ha- this is a great story. Not a great. It's not a great story. It's not even a story. It's just a thing that happened. I got to do the video, mm-hmm. and we had a moment where she comes out of the box, and I touch her face, and we've been having tough times in the relationship. And she was, she was dealing with me in such a way. It was so weird and like emotional. And then she went back to LA the next day. I was mm-hmm. still there for something. And she basically like broken up with me. Aww. And she told me that she did it. Like that was her breaking up with me. Like <gasps> turn the shit. I'm like, wow, I guess it's immortalized now. Yeah. yeah so she just kind of took off. She never, I, I think I saw her again a couple times after that. That's but so like, sad. 
It was really weird. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. I rewatched that video so I vividly remember what she looks like. I rewatched it yeah. yesterday because I was like, "Let me Did check you really? it out." Yeah. Oh my god, I got it's still on like YouTube. Uh, yeah, it's on YouTube. It has like a million views. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I need to watch this thing again. So I'm running from superheroes. I probably look so different. My God, I was probably so skinny. You look similar. You look the same. You look similar. <laughs> you look like that? the same person. <laughs> you look so the skinny. same. I'm trying to look the same. I'm just ten years older. No, I've aged. I'm sure. I'm, no, I'm, you every, look great. Everything about me is thicker now. Stop. No, well, COVID made me thicker. Like I just no. I'm telling you, I just lost like 15 pounds. I was all I did was eat this year. I gained 24 pounds during COVID. But you look good. But I'm also wearing a little bit of a girdle action. I wear those too. <laughs> Sorry, that was a visual for people I love to it. see. It was a nice girdle. I have like a little girdle going on, and it's it's. I tell you what it is. It's it's my punishment to myself to remind me I have to lose weight. Because those things hurt. Is it hurt? No, it doesn't really hurt. Oh. I, mean, I mean, it can be a little uncomfortable, but it's like a reminder to me that, like, hey, fatty, <laughs> you don't take this off <laughs> until you get until you get under two hundred pounds. Oh no! I gotta get under two hundred. You look great. You're anyway, good. you're anyway, good. So that's so cool. What a tripped up memory lane. I know, I to the most I, painful breakup of my <laughs> fucking life. Like, thanks, bitch. Podcast over. And that guy Nick Spevita was his name. Nick? Yeah, there you go. Is that what I said? Yeah, Nick I Spev- think so. Spevita, yeah, something he, like that. He was just this kid from like Staten Island, maybe. Yep. Um, obviously, like very modest. Uh, how long is that? How, how do you politely say he was poor? But you know what I mean. Yeah. From like an old school Staten Island mm-hmm. Italian. Yeah. Um, but just wanted to be a filmmaker, mm-hmm. and I shot another thing with him, another short movie, um, which I never saw. And um, he was a good kid. He, he he had a lot. I think what happens to a lot of these people, a lot of people in the world, <laughs> they have these big dreams, and then they meet someone, yeah, and they have a baby, and mm-hmm. they get married. And if you do that at a young enough age, which is the, probably a good time to do it, mm-hmm. your priorities shift. True. So that crazy weird hunger hunger that consumes most people up until about age 40 mm-hmm. yeah exactly <laughs> goes away anyway so um that's great good 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 that you're here i'm glad you're here Thanks. so you got that <laughs> andrea and then we just stayed in touch i guess yeah kinda, and i would invite you to things as always yeah you know i remember uh what was it when i moved out here we connected again and uh-huh. then like just like stayed in touch on like instagram and stuff did you come to a show when you came out here no, I think you said okay. I don't. Did I take weird, you on a date? But no, I don't think it was a date. I I didn't feel like a date. But you were like, dude, I'm going swing dancing with some friends. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, cool. We went swing dancing. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but it was fun, and it was that was like our catch up. But it wasn't. It didn't feel like a date. Was it a date? I didn't make a move on you. huh? No, it was like I had a beer. You didn't drink. I remember this. I always remember when I, people drinking. Yeah, I don't drink. Reason. That's so funny. And I I never make moves on. I never make a move on on women because I always feel in my head. That the right woman will make a move on me. Uh, <laughs> there you go. No, um, <laughs> in retrospect, I look back. I'm like, I'm pretty good that I didn't make women because. Yeah. Anyway, um, so you're out here, and you are. One of the things I want to talk to you about is you do stunts. You're a stunty. Yeah. Which is the term I didn't know. I, I mean, I don't usually use that one, but but oh, it that's is not, a term. That's not, you don't call each other stunties. No, I'm like no. We got the Britney Spears oh. helicopter over us. Um, so. Just FYI, actors call you guys stunties, like the actors I on sets, so. right? Yeah. It's not a slur. No, obviously. it's a slur. <laughs> but my friend, who I will not name his name, he's a pretty big actor, but he he's always, he's uh he's a little bit uh what's the word I'm looking for? Frisky. Okay. On set, if you know yeah. what I mean. Just he's like uh he like he likes to dally, dilly dally. Dilly dally. He's been married forever, but he's I don't know if they have an arrangement, but whatever it is, he just likes mm. to 
and his last movie, I was like, so how did, uh, what did, you know, what were you up to? And he goes, oh man, the fucking stunties. It's always the stunties. Like the hot ones? Is that what he meant? Like the stunties. He just ends up having affairs oh. with stunties. Oh, interesting. And I was like, wow, that's, that's, I never really, I've, I've never really thought about like a type of woman being a stunty. Right. Do you know what I mean? Cause you don't strike me as a typical stunty. No. Um, Usually, you think of stunties. When, when you think of stunt men, you think of like legitimately like the crazy guys that you know. Yeah, the guys who will do the craziest shit. That's imaginable. my boyfriend. He's fucking. That's nuts. your boyfriend. Yeah. So your boyfriend <laughs> got you into being a stunt. Yeah. Person. So yeah, like we we've been together eight years, and he's been a stunt man actor the entire time. And obviously. you weren't a stunt person at first. Obviously. No, I like I came out for act, acting is my passion. Acting's what I love. Acting's like my focus. But because of him, like I started doing stunts, and like we would like film some cool like fights and stuff and and then a lot of the like the indie movies i do they end up being like very like fighting and stunt forward and so i I guess i'm like a stunt actress i would say interesting a stunt actress yeah so when you audition for things you have to audition for things with stunts uh no but because i guess i'm more i'm definitely more of an actress but it gets me in doors being like well you can save money because i'm gonna do the stunt and i'm gonna do the acting yeah exactly yeah it seems like that would be the dream of anyone, like any producer or director. You mm-hmm. want someone because a lot of movies. Almost, I feel like any movie that's going to have a big appeal is right. going to have stunts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Unless it's like a, the father with Anthony Hopkins, right? Uh, but even then, like maybe he falls a couple times. I haven't seen the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I've always when I came up, uh, you know, I got out early like two thousands. I was out doing the indie scene in New York. And I was, I would always tell them, I can do my own sense. I can do my own sense. And, um, and I don't know why it was a bone of, uh, of contention with me that like people wanted to do sense for me. Cause yeah. I, I could fucking do my own sense. And then you get older and then you're like, I oh, forget. The last movie I did was a movie with Riz Ahmed mm-hmm. and I play oh. a white supremacist. Oh shit. <laughs> so, so anyway, I have to, he shoots me in the chest and I have to fall down mm-hmm. and I'm like, Oh, I'll do like they're going to hire a stunt man for the day to get shot with a squib and fall down. Yeah, I could do that. Mm. <laughs> okay, so they were they were like, "Can you?" And I was like, "Well, I'm a brown belt in jujitsu, and I'm fucking." Um, so they had to like test me to make right. sure that I could do it first before they allowed me. But what was weird is they didn't give me stunt pay afterwards. They didn't like give me oh. more money. I thought like I just saved you guys like at least. a yeah. A cool grand. Nope. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so um, when you when you first got in such, your boyfriend just convinced you because you'd been doing stuff. Did, do you get to, are you in the martial arts space too? Is that something that's part of your purview? So I did a movie a few years ago called Fight Valley. It was on like Showtime and all like the Amazons and whatnot. And it was a movie with like uh, some legit UFC fighters like Cyborg, Misha Tate. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it was like... Uh, Holly- so female fighters. Yeah, Holly Holm. Oh, wow. Um, so mm. when I got that job, I was like, dude, like I don't want to look like an asshole. So I started taking jujitsu. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And I and I honestly didn't even use any of it. Like I did some fights in it, but I, but they were like super like minor, like nothing crazy. And very choreographed. Usually the fight they... Are standing too, right? Yeah, it, w- it was. I-, I had this fight where, like, literally, I like ran at the girl, uh, ripped her by her hair. We made it look cool, and then like 
started punching her on the ground. It was like easy shit. Yeah, yeah. But the girl, my boyfriend actually ended up stunt coordinating it too. Oh, wow. But uh, the girls, like the MMA girls, their shit was like it, legit. Yeah. And, and the fear was, oh, hi. <laughs> yeah. The, the, you know, it's so funny because people can't, people, you can't really hear it being recorded. Oh, good, good, good. But sounds. Yeah. In our ear, like, like, what the fuck can anyone hear us? <laughs> That's um, LA, baby. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, the the girls that were... Oh, yeah, this is what I was saying. The fear uh, with, like, choreographing their fights was that they were going to really beat the shit out of each other. But, no, they, they were great. They, like... Oh, because they had bad blood? Well, <laughs> no, not so much that, but more because they're trained to beat the shit out of each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. They're, they're not like, trained to pull punches. Right. Although, there is a weird thing now, because I do a podcast called MMA Roasted. Shout out to Adam Hunter. I don't know if you know that podcast, no. but anyway, um, we uh, we interview a lot of UFC fighters, female UFC fighters, and wrestlers too. And there is a big transition back and forth. Well, in particular, going from UFC or MMA mm-hmm. to wrestling, hmm. uh, a lot of people they're kind of like, "Well, I'm 37 now, and I can't really do the UFC is not really realistic, but I can still jump off a top rope. I can still fake it a little bit." Yeah. Um, and there's a there's a a lot of overlap, which is very bizarre to me. Like Ronda Rousey is obviously doing right. UFC now. I love her. <laughs> and I'm sure Cyborg and, and Holly Holmes are still fighting too, huh? Yeah, then Misha's getting back into it now. She just is has she? like a baby and all that. That's so crazy. They have like two kids. They come back. They're yeah. fighting again. That's nuts. That's um, I, I just I God bless them. I couldn't. Do so it. you took jujitsu, but that that was success of your martial arts. Yeah, I did like a couple months. I did. I've got a group on. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and I enjoyed it. And I honestly felt like I was like I was like oh, I'm okay at this. Yeah. But I didn't continue it because I was like I got really grossed out by fucking dudes sweating on me. You know, I think that's so true that that is why women in general don't do it because I think women some women do it because. They're boy crazy, mm-hmm. and you're going to be surrounded by a bunch of dudes rolling on yeah. top of you. Um, and then some women who do it because it's probably the best self-defense you can have as a woman, I think. Mm-hmm. Particularly if we're talking about defense against rape or assault. Like It's about being smaller and vulnerable and yeah. how you can disarm someone or turn the tables. Um, or or they, they love it because they're fle- it, it's so great for women because it's about hip movement and mm-hmm. flexibility, which women have men in spades. Right. So, but I think it, most women I know who start it, they stop. And I think it's after a while, it just feels, like you said, I think it feels gross to have guys just like, yeah, I had on like top a of you. And dripped in my mouth. I was like, dude, I can't, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I like, and the first time a guy, and I've never had this happen to me, but I've heard stories. Like the first time you're rolling with a guy, particularly no gi, and then you feel a boner, like, nope. <laughs> I have I'm not gone. felt the boner, thank God. But it, yeah, it was. Oh, it was funny because there was this. Uh, there was a young kid in the class. He was probably like seventeen or something. And the, <laughs> and the uh, instructor was like, uh, "Do you want to uh, work with Aaron?" He was like, "No, <laughs> absolutely not." Yeah, 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 like he was embarrassed, and I don't yeah. blame him. Yeah, no, I think I, I've rolled with a lot of women. It's always a little bit weird, unless they're like a black belt and they mm-hmm. can do a, a flow guard in such a way that it's a real. It's a real fight mm-hmm. because otherwise, if they're not at that level, you don't want to have a spaz out with the, but like they, but they get really like, sometimes they get really spazzy mm-hmm. if they're being dominated. So you kind of take it easy, but then they get mad at you for taking it easy. Yeah. You're like, you want me to take it easy. Trust me. Oh, you I want, wanted everybody you to don't take want it me easy. To match yeah. I love jujitsu. I mean, that's like my, my main thing. So, um, what was your first stunt movie? What was the first thing you did that where you, um, um, your transitional film from acting to 
stunt actress. I guess it might have been that MMA movie Fight Valley. Fight Valley. You can still see it out there? Yeah. It's oh, a, oh God, it's an interesting one. It's, <laughs> a, it's definitely a B movie, you know. But, oh, yeah, that's but fine. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a fun film. Um, yeah. Your parents can watch it? No. <laughs> oh, no. Well, well I have, so I'm, I'm like, maybe I'm a little typecast, but I'm always playing the freaking lesbian and I always have like a lesbian like love scene in like too many hey, movies not anymore yeah exactly can't do that anymore so now they're like Erin O'Brien isn't actually a like, lesbian we know she likes penis <laughs> <laughs> she has a boyfriend <laughs> um but yeah so my, my no, no definitely not a family friendly um yeah. but oh this was really cool so I did a do you remember Tremors the, the Tremors movie of course dude fucking classic there's so, like seven of them now yeah right? But, like, so they remade the Tremors into a TV show. They did it with, um, who the fuck is it? Uh, Blumhouse. Uh, oh, wow. So I got a call from a, a stunt coordinator that I know, and she was just like, hey, I showed the director you're real. Do you want to, like, we, can we hire you to, like, act and do a stunt? And I was like, dude, that's, like, you kidding? That's yeah. a dream. Like, so it, we filmed in New Mexico. We f- they filmed the pilot. Um, I had, like, one scene where it was, like, stunt acting and i got eaten by a graboid i like that was cool shit yeah yeah um so it was like this hole in the ground that was like a little bit taller than me and basically like a dude like pulling like a string on the side like a trap door yeah so i would fall i fell into that i'd do that twice um but that was so cool and that was kevin bacon and i was like oh kevin bacon was yes! in it too yes oh dude i was like starstruck like it and it never got picked up so they made the pilot cuz kevin was bacon it. was in the original movie too right yeah so, so he wanted to do the pilot too. Mm-hmm. That was his baby. Yeah, I don't know why it didn't get picked up. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That was fucking cool though. Um, did you ever get to see it? I saw the trailer. They released the trailer. Yeah, and I'm yeah. in the trailer, so that's how I got my footage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, I, I'm so sad that it didn't get picked up. That would have been really cool. Have you had any stunts that you've done where you've been injured? You have to have something where you were at least close to being messed up, no? No. I mean, I like bruise myself and whatnot, but nothing like crazy. Also, I know my limits. And like, yeah. if someone's like, Aaron, we need you to jump off the fucking building, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> like, no, I don't do that. Yeah. Like, I do, I fall. Like, that's my thing. I fall. And most brunettes your size in movies and horror movies, they're falling somewhere. Yeah. yeah you know exactly. I mean? There's always a brunette <laughs> falling down, a clumsy brunette. Yeah. That's my thing. Like, yeah. fighting, I could do that. Um, yeah, I know, I know my limitations. So I'm like, I'm not going to do anything crazy. So there were specifically stunts that were like, people ask you to do where you're like mm, no oh yeah for sure like like lighting like on fire i don't i don't want to oh, get yeah. lit on fire like <laughs> i had a friend that did uh, a fire stunt and she said they didn't cover her completely with that uh you know repellent that goo and she got a little bit burnt oh my god like nothing crazy but like i was like no I, i'm not doing that and i was also thinking they probably don't really give that much of a fuck about stunties in terms of you guys have your own union. Your union is SAG, right? SAG, you yeah. have your own other union. No. Does SAG take care of the stunties? Because they don't really take care of the They don't actors. take care of anybody. Um, but I'm wondering... I'll tell you why this came up. This came up yesterday. I was watching uh, A Quiet Place, part two. Oh, I didn't see it. Which is great. But they had a trailer for Maverick, the new Tom Cruise movie. Oh. And my buddy leaned in. He goes, you know, he's flying all the f- flying scenes. He's actually flying the He plane. does everything. I'm like, he's flying a fucking fighter jet? And he's like, yeah. And all I'm thinking is, everyone must have been freaking the yeah. fuck out. Because those things crash. He, he, he apparently took off from an aircraft yeah. carrier. He's nuts. He does all times, his own shit. Which is fucking crazy to me. Like, what, just the idea of the insurance alone. Like, right. 
you have stunt people mm-hmm. because they're like, it's okay if these stunt people die. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> exactly. And they're like, whoopsie, we lost another one. Yeah. I mean, I, fe- I hear about that all the time. I know yeah. that in Vegas, all those Cirque shows, mm-hmm. they're so like Cirque shows, amazing, great. But like they push you, they push you, people get injured. They're like, next, uh, here from the pool of a thousand, injured, injured, next, next. They have people like rotating in and out sad. like weekly for that show. Um, so you, and you said your boyfriend is a crazy one. Yeah. So he's like legit hardcore. Yeah. Into stunts. Injured all the time. He got really injured on Dunkirk. He, uh, they, oh yeah, yeah. They did a crazy stunt in that, and like, what was the stunt? Something exploded. He had a no. It was they were inside a. Uh, <laughs> oh, they're inside that boat. Yes, where so, the bullets are coming in. Yep. Uh-huh. So the director didn't like let them know, like, hey guys, we're about to do a stunt because he wanted them to be surprised. So he just like fucking like they just released a shit ton of water. Everyone got fucked up. Like every stuntman got fucked up. So and he had to do two more takes after that. Whoa. Yeah. So they just released water in the um, – they released water into the ship. I remember that moment. Mm-hmm. No one was padded up. And they didn't – he thought it would be more authentic if no one knew? Yeah. So, and these are all like principal actors too as well. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so anyway, so I met him at the hospital that night and he was like – How did he get s- fucked up? He went back to work the next day. But he, he de- I think he had a concussion because he was like – it looked like he was like seeing stars. Like he was not all there when I was like, hey, babe, how you doing? It was like – <laughs> can you really see it in the it. movie? You can see the stunt, yeah. And you, he says that you could see it in his face that, like, like it was, they, yeah, they got fucked. So up. hey, they got it. Yeah, they got the shot. Hopefully, it's it okay that, that I mentioned that. But yeah, no, I'm sure that happens all the time. Because yeah. at the end of the day, as as an actor, and you hear about this with Michael Bay, of course, a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, we worked with him too recently. Oh, really? Uh-huh. He probably worked with my friend Garrett Dillahunt, who's on the podcast. Because maybe Garrett, he just did his last film. Michael okay. Bay's last film. Anyway, um. Apparently, Michael Bay is one of these people that, you know, he's so determined to get the shot that he doesn't really care about your feelings. Yeah. Or your safety mm-hmm. a lot of the time. You kill someone, dude. You're fucked. Like, you don't want to, like, I know. It's I don't crazy. think he's, he, I don't think he's ever killed anyone, but I think some people have gotten fucked up on his sets and they're like, what am I going to do? Yeah. See, I don't want to be that person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had a, your, your boyfriend had a good time with him? Uh, experience was, you know, it was sort of like what you said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's like screaming. It's cr- crazy. He's like the old school, yeah. still out there making movies. I've always said this, and this is about everything regarding like Me Too and all that shit. I don't mean shit like, der- you know what I mean? Yeah, no. Is that at the end of the day, everyone's fucking awful and studios are awful and corporations just care about money. Mm-hmm. And if a person can make you a fuck ton of money, and they, but they happen to meet to have a problem with assaulting people or yeah. harassing people. Or if you're making money, mm-hmm. they're gonna let it fucking slide. Yeah, they get away with it, and it's fucking ridiculous. Because everyone's like Harvey. Weinstein. I'm like Harvey Weinstein hadn't had a what people don't realize he hadn't had a big movie in like five years. Mm-hmm. His most recent film was Tulip Fever. I don't even know what that is. Exactly. <laughs> so like he, it, it was the days of Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction were long gone. Right. You know what I mean? So I think that the corporations in general like they look at the bottom line first mm-hmm. then look what's expendable so a lot of the actors that go down they're kind of like uh we can do, we can we can do without them yeah. they figure out they crunch some numbers like okay we can get rid of them it's really sad yeah it is really sad yeah because i know that oh, why am i talking shit about michael bay but you hear <laughs> you hear so many stories about that yeah. guy you know he, he, was, one, he yeah. was part of you know he he screams at people's faces mm-hmm. and pushes people and grabs people that's and, what i hear 
you know, shows up with a who, underage Russian prostitute at yeah. every goddamn red who carpet. Who wants to work like that? Like, that's miserable. Um, but he, he keeps making money. Yeah. So. so he gets to do it. Until he has a flop. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're waiting. Fingers crossed. Um, wow, that's really cool. So my, my son's story, by the way, I ended up, yeah, I was like, I don't need some person. I ended up doing it. Um, have you had a lot of firearms with your uh, stunts? Have I you, haven't, you have no. It? Yeah. Because I love, I love guns. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm a guy. Every guy yeah. loves Even for like, fuck the Second Amendment. We love guns. <laughs> so, um, I, and we, when you shoot with a, a blank, the, the sound is about, about half the sound of a normal shell, like a normal round. Right. Like a live round. So, you put the earplugs in. But sometimes I'm like, I'm a dude. I don't fucking need my earplugs. Oh, God. Yep. You were like deaf all day, right? Well, because it wasn't my shooting the gun. Because at this point, the shot wasn't me shooting the gun, which I had the earplugs in. It was Riz. I'm, am I spoiling? Okay. No, he, no, no. He's no, shooting me and hitting me. And I have like a, a half squib mm-hmm. go off of my chest. And the squib. It shoots all over the place, right? Like it, like yeah, yeah. But it was a half power squib, so okay. it's basically when people get shot, you see the pff, the bullet like all squib. Like it, yeah. It's literally like Spritz. a little electrical stimulant thing on your chest, and it gets signaled and pff, explodes. But it's really small. I was like, oh, a half squib. That's it. <laughs> so I didn't have my um, one of my, I didn't have my like my right ear plug in. Oh god, because I would get shot in the left shoulder. Oh. it's fine. It's just a half squib. So I, I I take the hit and I go down. Like in, instinctively, you're going to go down mm-hmm. the way you go down. And they got the shot. Thank God. So I didn't have to do it again. Because, Did you fall on a pad? Or? No, I fell into I fell into asphalt. Did they give you something like a back thing, like a gator? They're called. They're, you put on. You wear it on your back. Like to protect yeah, I think you? I had something on my back. Okay, good. Yeah, I had something I on my back. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but I was even then. I was like, I don't need that. But yeah, I had something on my back. So I fell down, and they got the shot. But I was like. Just ears ringing like crazy. That sucks. Like, we get it for something like, oh shit, did I just make myself deaf? Yeah. And then I stand up, I walk to the fi- fight quiet. And I was like, He's like, oh my god. <laughs> like, how's it go? I think he, we, we, he was planning on going again. Mm-hmm. The COVID consultant mm-hmm. comes by. This is 30 seconds after I was shot and hit the ground. Put your mask on. Oh, Jesus. Now, they're just doing their job. You're right. And I should have just been like, but I'm like, yeah, just, just done. Put your mask on. And I go, I go, give me a minute. I'm dealing with a lot of shit right now. Just give me a second to like get situated. I'll put my mask on. Meanwhile, I just have like a dirty, shitty little mask in my pocket. You know, whatever. Yeah. So that happens. I put the mask on. I go and I said, we don't have to do it again. Manager calls me an hour later, like, I just got a call from like the VP of Amazon. Okay. <laughs> and like, you had an outburst on set. An you outburst? You cursed out this girl, this, the COVID consultant. And I was just like, what? I, I, I couldn't believe it. Like, he, that, like, top brass at Amazon was calling my manager. What? I was furious. Yeah. I was like, and meanwhile, she did something else after that where there's a scene, kind of revealing the whole movie. I'm handcuffed to this, like, post. Mm-hmm. And Riz has me at, like, gunpoint. I'm handcuffed to this post. And she goes, put your mask on. 
we're about to shoot. And I'm oh like, God, I'm I'm handcuffed to a. Pu- what do you mean? Ma- and we're about to shoot. Put it on with your feet. <laughs> so when I heard that, when my, I said, I'm taking care of it, David. And I went and I like went to every producer on set and I said, I need to talk about this right now. What happened? Da, da, da. She came, it was 30 seconds after a stunt. She, mm-hmm. and so came to the girl. We went to the producers. And I think she thought that they were going to be on her side. But they right. were like, he was just his stunt. And he just got up. He just stood up. He was talking to the stunt yeah, like that's like a bitch. <laughs> yeah. The COVID. I mean, this is, a, this is last year. It was it. one of the first films being done sort yeah. of in COVID. But still... Yeah, it, 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 I understand it, and I understand like the, they had all this, all these weird rules where if you're part of the A team, mm-hmm. like talent, right, you can be next to each other without a mask if you have scenes together. Yep. But if you're crew, mm-hmm. the B team, you can't be next to talent without a mask. Yeah, I filmed something in um, November, and yeah, the, we had all that crazy shit too, and it was annoying. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but it's fucking annoying. Yeah. Go on. I mean, we had to get tested every friggin' day. And I guess it's, I mean, you know, I guess it's good. I don't know if it's how long that's going to last. If COVID consultants are just going to be the thing now. I hope not. Now we have a Delta consultant. (laughs) Oh, God. The special Delta. (laughs) Now, you said that you're moving to uh, Atlanta with your boyfriend. Yeah. Which is a hot spot right now in the industry, for sure. Yeah, stunts and acting. So I'm already auditioning out there. Oh, really? Uh, We'll be there literally, literally in like. I don't know, five weeks or something. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah. Has it been a, a long time of come and move or was it was quarantine? It was quarantine. Oh, really? Yep. You were just like, fuck LA? Yeah. We're just like, we were just over it. We were sick of it. We can't afford anything here because it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and where were you living? Uh, Sherman Oaks. So we're, we're there like right now still. But, yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's so much going on in Georgia. So it was like, why not just move so we can buy something? Yeah. Um, and yeah, all of a lot of our stunt friends have been out there for a while, or like are just moving out there. And uh, even our contractor was like uh, saying, like, "Oh yeah, like we're building everyone's house right now because yeah, they're yeah. all going out there." Oh wow! Yeah. So I've already um, I got a new agent uh, that's strictly Atlanta, and they're sending me out already. So. Oh, that's great! Yeah, yeah. I had a bunch of auditions. Th- like, there has recently. been a, a mass emigration from California during COVID. Yeah. Which I understand, and I was a part of. To a degree, even though I have a place here still, but um, I think w- was the reason for the move was it all work based? The fear that the industry wasn't going to come back in LA, or was it more political and like, man, I don't know if I agree with what the fuck is happening with this yeah, state? All of that, all of that, yeah, all yeah. of that. Like, I just, I, you know, when I moved to California, I was like, I'm never leaving. I fucking love it. It's gorgeous. Like, like even my family was like, you're never coming back to the East Coast. So I was like, no, I, it just changed, and it, and it's like, how, how so to you? Well, okay, one thing is our neighborhood. Look, Sherman Oaks is like really. I nice mean, it's area. a pretty fancy part of the valley. Yeah, yeah. It, it, there's been so many break-ins. This year, like in our neighborhood, on our street, oh wow! There's like constantly a freaking helicopter, police helicopter, circling, looking for a fucking the perp. Yeah, <laughs> like it's crazy. Like and and it's just not clean anymore. There's like we live right next to this little. Um, it's like a I don't know what it is, like a walking trail or whatever. And there's a like so many homeless people down there, and like I, I'm sad for their situation. Of, of course, course, of course. But you know they're not all mentally there and. You hear stories of them attacking people and yeah. literally right across the street from us. Yeah. It's a really weird position to be in in terms of uh, the homeless situation because obviously 
if you're if you're someone who says homeless people shouldn't be allowed to live on the streets like this, mm-hmm. you sound like a brown shirt. You yeah. sound like <laughs> an evil fucking white privileged right. motherfucker. Um, so the argument of like, well, what do you do? Arrest them? Do you put them in mm-hmm. halfway houses? Do you put them in mental institutions? Like, I don't know. But the solution of letting them like camp wherever the fuck they want on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I've never been harassed by by anyone by homeless. I mean, I've been harassed, mm-hmm. obviously, but I've never been attacked or assaulted. Um, so I, I like to, you know, I, in my best mind, I like to think they're fine. Right. They're homeless. Sometimes they need help. But in general, we can coexist. And I think that may have been the prevailing sentiment behind what <laughs> Gavin Newsom let happen. Ugh. But it's, I also imagine as a woman. Mm-hmm. It's a different situation yeah. if you have family, have kids. Mm-hmm. So um, when you talk about the homeless, you, you, you automatically feel like you're being an asshole. Yeah, I, I dude, I called the cops on somebody, a homeless guy, because I, it was like right on the side of our street. Because I was just walking during the day, and he like ran down this hill, oh, like no. out of nowhere, like he didn't like attack me or anything, but he came towards me in such a way that I was like fucking You're freaked scared, yeah. out. Yeah. Um, and he was like, just, he wasn't all there. He was like talking shit. I was like, this guy got to fucking like jump at me. Yeah. Um, and then it was the weirdest thing. Cause it took, I didn't call 911. I just wanted to let them know that this is dudes over here. Can we please like get rid of them? Yeah. It took me forever to get through to like a police station. It was, it was, but it was scary. And then, uh, there was, um, Recently, like I want to say a few weeks ago, a woman walking her dog during the day got attacked by a homeless guy. It's scary. Yeah. I always have like pepper spray. Now, but is this a problem in general that's happening all over America? Is homeless problem in America just in general a lot worse than it was, say, 10 years ago, 20 years ago? Or is it just specifically California? I just think California. I really do. Like, I don't know for sure, but like when we were in Georgia, we didn't see it. In Atlanta, you didn't see it? No, Jersey. I'm from Jersey. My family's there with there a few months ago. Mm. It's not in Jersey. Well, they they changed some, the the rules were, I think the rule that changed that made LA untenable for a lot of people was cops are no longer allowed to clear out homeless encampments. Mm -hmm. So if you're homeless... And you make a tent on the sidewalk. Yep. They're not allowed to remove it. Mm-hmm. I think that's the rule. Am I right about that? I think so. And it's also, it's uncomfortable. It's weird because like, this makes me sound like an asshole maybe, but we were having dinner like sitting outside and then there's like literally a dude sleeping next to you. And yeah. like, I feel bad for him, obviously. Like it's But you're at awful. a three-star Michelin restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right night. now. Come on. What the fuck's no, going was, on? It was literally, it was definitely not Michelin, but, <laughs> but it's just kind of like... Hey, bud. Like, it's like, I'm, yeah. you know, and I, I do. I sound like an asshole saying that, but I, I don't mean it in like, I'm better than you. I mean it in a, like, yeah. I, I feel bad that you're there. I wish you had like a, but it's, you know, it's not ideal. Well, I mean, here's the thing, and this is, goes back to everything we're saying, because before the podcast, and I'm not outing you this way, we were talking about how um, this is a very liberal town, mm-hmm. very liberal state. I've always identified as liberal. I still feel I have the soul of a liberal. <laughs> There's a liberal in there. Um, but there is uh, the, the the policies that have been enacted in California in the past 10 years have made life here very, you know, just hard in a lot of different ways. I mean, mm-hmm. part of you is like when you see gas, I think gas got up like six and a half dollars. Crazy. It's insane. And then you're just like, can we just open up the Keystone fucking pipeline <laughs> for know. fuck's sake? I need some fucking gas. Can we frack more? 
oh, it's going to kill the... I don't give a shit. Yeah. Who it's kill. I'm like, I can't afford to drive my car. Yeah. The dodo bird's gone. I don't give a shit it about that. Gone. Yeah. Same. Polar <laughs> I mean, bears are going to be gone soon. And you know what? They were cute. Yeah. Actually, polar bears aren't cute. They don't sit around cute. drinking Coca. They try to <laughs> they murder people. Coca-Cola. No, they're, they're awful. Um, they're literally like trash grizzlies. That's what they are. They're the poor white trash of grizzlies. Yeah, they're not like brown. They're not like black bears. Yeah. They can be cute. Yeah. You can put a little hat on them and take them to a party. They're fucked up. They're they're basically brown bears. Yeah. They're grizzly bears, but just albino grizzly bears, yeah. which That's are the crazy. most violent bears on the planet. That's scary. I'm glad yeah. I've never yeah fuck seen a, a bear. Fuck a polar bear. <laughs> fuck oh, a polar bear. Global warming's gonna kill you. Bye bye. <laughs> Anyway, that's so awful to say. Oh, but I love it. Also, am I serious? Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Partially. Joking. If it killed of. penguins, I'd be pissed. Yeah, I love penguins. They're adorbs. They are cute. Um, so yeah, so there's a lot of, I think a lot of people kind of left California looking for a, a place, going to Florida. Mm-hmm. Yep. A lot of liberals are like, I'm liberal, but I just don't like. I don't like being told what to do. Uh, well, then, I mean, you can't have both the best of both worlds. You just can't. You got to choose. Yeah. And so, I don't know. How do you identify yourself politically? Uh, it's, so, it's fine. You can say you're yeah, a Republican. No, it's so hard. You're because, going to Georgia. Who cares? <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, that was part of the reason we wanted to go to Georgia, too. Like, So, when we were originally looking for a home there, we stayed at this uh, bed and breakfast, and the woman there was like, dude, like, I, she's from Georgia. She's like, I'm Democrat, but I'm so glad we have a Republican as the governor because we opened up after two months. Like, we can have jobs. We can thrive. We can live, you know? I almost think the best solution for great America mm-hmm. is Democrat president okay. with Republican governors almost right. across the board. Yeah, I mean, I'll go for that. Because it's funny because it's like, I don't feel like, I definitely, like, people are like, okay, you're, if you're conservative and you're Republican, then that's what you are and that's it. And I, I don't, like, feel like that. I feel like I tend to be a little bit more conservative but I also have views on like the other side. Like I'm like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Like mm-hmm. I just don't want to like ever pigeonhole myself. Yeah. Because if people are like, "Oh, well, you're Republican, you hate gay people," I fucking love gay people. Like. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the weird thing. Like I feel like the Republicans need a, a rebranding, or there's another party that can come in because I feel that right now with everything going on with cancel culture and mm-hmm. PC culture, and and I'm not an expert of. At the border right. at all. But at the same time, there's a problem Yeah, that there. shit looks crazy. <laughs> there's a problem. Agreed. I, I mean, we shouldn't have completely porous borders. Even yeah. saying that makes you feel like you should be like, we shouldn't have completely porous borders. <laughs> <laughs> but there's... So we, we definitely want some protection yeah, I'm as a country. In, but yeah, we need to also be like, you know, not, <laughs> not a free-for-all. But... um. But yeah, it's a really it's a really weird time. I feel like sometimes I'll do sets and people go, "Man, it's good to have a Republican comic on stage." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa!" Like I'm not. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But the needle has shifted for me for sure. Yeah, and it feels like almost like uh, each side is trying to recruit you. Like you're either this or you're <laughs> either that. Like no, there's I, no middle ground, right? Yeah. I, if the Republicans, if, if Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, I said Ron DeSantis, yeah. if he was like, "Look, guys, here's the deal." I'm running for president. I don't, I don't care about abortion. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I want to make abortion easier and right. s- safer and more legal mm-hmm. and less uncomfortable. Right. Um. So that's my goal. We legal everywhere mm-hmm. in the fucking country. I want f- federal law legalizing weed. I'm for that. Um. Make ab- abortions easier to get. Um. Everything else. 
Oh, get gay marriages. Yeah, we have double the gay marriages. <laughs> um, everything else, I'm fucking Republican. Yeah, he would sweep. Yeah, he would. If any Republican just mm-hmm. got rid of that crazy fucking nerd factor, yeah. just like oh, abortions and God yeah. and buzz. like give up the gay shit, yep. give up the abortion shit, and give up the uh, uh, what's the other thing. Um, well, I mean, anything obviously, anything racial. Yeah, give it up. yeah. But but I also don't think there are any Republicans pursuing anything that's racially kind of Mm-mm. specific. You know? Yeah. I, don't I mean, you can so. say the Voting Rights Act, but I, you know, that's one of those things. Like, you talk to a Republican, they're like, "It was COVID. We just want to ensure integrity." Yeah. You talk to Democrats, like they're just singling out minorities, mm-hmm. and then you talk to some black people, and they're like, "I have an ID. I don't yeah. need them to protect." See, that's care of crazy me. when people. But like, of course, like fucking everybody has an ID, and if you. You know, you can't get one, and that's pretty insane. There, there is there is a thing they call the uh, the low something of low expectations, where there's so Republicans say things have to be this way, and right. the Democrats go, "Well, what about these disenfranchised people? Minorities aren't able mm. to do it this way." And the Republicans rejoin that with, "Well, they actually can," and you're being condescending, saying they can. Yeah. And they say, well, maybe that's true for some people, but mm-hmm. look at this example of this story right. right here of this person who can't do it because they live here and blah, right. blah, blah. But isn't that true for both white and black people? Like the people live like, you know, there's white people that like are literally in, I don't want to stereotype in the trailer hey, those park. those are my people. You those know? are my people. I have trailer park <laughs> I have family. lived in a trailer once. <laughs> yeah, I, I have trailer park. I, I used to go family vacation to visit a trailer park. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. So it's not like... um Look, it, I just think that everyone's kind of full of shit, and I always yeah. thought that it was just Republicans that were hypocritical and full mm-hmm. of shit. Everybody is. And I'm just kind of like, oh, wait a second. I, I used to believe that liberals had this sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the Not the patent on morality, but they were sort of, they had the right to the moral high ground. Right. Because they were compassionate. Mm-hmm. And whenever someone's like, well, I'm a compassionate conservative, like, shut up, that's a contradiction in terms, it's not just that. Yeah. And I also like I also understand it mm-hmm. because you get older, you get grumpier, you get more True. get those kids off my lawn e, mm-hmm. and you think more about your family. Right, things change. Yeah, for sure. And you guys don't have kids, you and your. No, guy. we don't want kids. You don't we want got, kids. We got dogs. We're gonna adopt you some more. Dogs. We're good to go. How many dogs you got? Two, two. We got them during a uh, quarantine, and I'm like, oh, I'm really? obsessed. Like my dog has her own Instagram. Like I'm like, I'm the best dog mom in the world. <laughs> so you don't want kids, but. You might just have a kid someday, dude. If if a kid happens, like great, we'll we'll keep it. <laughs> oh, you're keeping it. Okay, <laughs> we'll good. have it. Okay, good, good. like we'll we'll happily raise that baby. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I have six nieces and nephews. Like yeah, I love yeah. being an aunt. Like I'm good. Yeah, you get to see them and then take off and live yeah. the life you want to live. They think I'm cool. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah, they think their mom's a dork and I'm cool. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what's going on? What's next to you? What do you have like lined up? Do you have um? Do you have like a pie in the sky thing? Is there, is there a type of movie that you want to do? Type of person you want to work with? Is there like yeah. like what would be the dream for? For me as a comedic actor, you'd always think like, man, I would love to do some sort of like Sasha Sasha Cohen yeah. type of movie or uh, Paul Feig or Paul Feig. How do you say it? Feig, be careful how you say it. Uh, and uh, Judd Apatow, like right. like, oh, yeah, like those guys or Adam McKay. Mm-hmm. So there's that world I would love to get into mm-hmm. as a comic actor because I'm an actor right. more than I'm before I was a comic I was an actor and mm-hmm. I'm very but I could do like a Judd Apatow type of like serious but also fucking goofy as like fuck, love love serious. is fucking great yeah yeah so um 
for you and an actress and also in mm-hmm. the stunts, is there something, a movie that for you is mm-hmm. a pie in the sky? So hands down, it would be like a Kill Bill. Like I fucking oh, love yeah. Quentin Tarantino. Like True Romance. We just rewatched that too. And we're like, dude, this movie is so cool. And there's so many cool like stunts and action in it. But mm-hmm. all the like, all the characters are like just phenomenal. Yeah. Like I love like the like, character kind of driven stuff, you know? Um, but yeah, anything, anything Quentin Tarantino, I want to be a part of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. And for you, being an actress, like if you could be an actress and not do stunts yeah. or do really cool stunts but mm-hmm. no acting. acting. I mean, there's always acting. You just prefer to be so, an actress. So acting was like, that was the thing I always wanted. Like ever since I was a kid, I was like, I fucking love movies. Like I would just like, my first job was at a video store and I would like bring all the movies home and just like watch movie after movie and <laughs> my, uh, the VHS player. Yeah. Um, and I've just always been obsessed with movies. So I was like, this is what I want to do. Like, I love this. Like, yeah. and, and I was kind of, I was a little bit like on the shy side, but I was like, I'm just going to, I'm going to do this. And I, you know, whatever. But yeah, no movies are my, that's my jam acting. Like I, I studied in New York. I studied, uh, uh, New Jersey when I was a kid uh, studied out here like I, I just love I love acting do you have a movie that you want to do or produce or write have you I mean come on it's, uh, we're, in the, we're in the generation of creating your own shit I know and you know what I don't I always see things and I go like I kind of look at things in a, like a funny sort of way and I'm like like I'll like I'll like a person I know and I'll be like dude that person's a fucking hot mess like that would be a great script or a yeah, great yeah. character to play um but yeah, I, I I guess I'm a little nervous about trying to write because I've never actually sat down and like tried to write something. Oh. Maybe like a co, you know, have somebody with me that like we write together. Or... Yeah, you and your you and your boyfriend should write a good yeah. script. You know, actually, he's uh, we want to film something on our property when we get out to Georgia, and he's like, we're trying to come up with this like sort of apocalyptic thing where it would literally just be me. And yeah. then, like, maybe a couple other actors. Um, so we're going to try and do that soon. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. He's very creative, and he's always like, let's go to the backyard and, like, do a fight. <laughs> By the way, I just saw a movie during quarantine. I think a lot of people during quarantine went down the rabbit hole of conspiracy theory movies. Right. Oh, documentaries. yeah. I, I even saw, like, the the two Corys or whatever, the one about Corey Feldman. I, I paid. It. It's on his website. Yeah. I actually paid the money to watch it. Okay. Um, and it wasn't very good. But there was another one. About made by the stunt guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he's a really well-known stunt guy. And when he got injured, he had a really bad injury. Fuck! I wish I could remember what how the, what the story was. But there's something about like his his pelvic girdle was oh destroyed, or he God. needed so he needed to get fixed by the top. Pelvic girdle oh. fixer. Oh, the fixer guy. The pelvic girdle fi- And the guy, I guess the doctor was telling him that he was fixing all these pelvic girdles of like young kids. Oh. Because their pelvic girdles were getting messed up from all the raping. <gasps> wow. So now I may have just butchered what the fuck this documentary is about. Wow. But it is so goddamn intense. That's insane. And really well produced. Like, there's money behind it. And this mm-hmm. guy is basically like, look, I'm just a normal dude uh, from Jersey. Mm-hmm. I did stunts. I've been. I've worked with this person and these pictures of all these people. And there's a certain point in my life things happen. I realize, like, there's something really evil going on in Hollywood. Yeah. 
and it doesn't I don't know if it goes deep into adrenochrome right. and shit like that oh yeah that. that shit is like I mean I don't know like if that he wasn't saying like real. oh adrenochrome's right. a thing but he is basically saying like there is a cabal of people in mm-hmm. Hollywood who are uh, fucking and torturing kids yeah. and having sex lives and nobody wants to talk about it, That's but crazy. it's obviously right there. And he was in a position where he could like really see mm-hmm. it because he was surrounded by all the famous people, but never yeah. really famous. And then going to these doctors who told me these stories about the work that they had to do on other people. Oof. And oh God, I wish I could remember the name, but I'll have to send it to you. Yeah. But it's, it's, it changed his whole, now his whole mission is trying to get the word out that this yeah. is happening. But I think in general, people will like, uh, tend to disbelieve stuff until it's like, really proven yeah especially Um, because it's so fucked up like you don't want to be like oh that's happening like yeah you i like i still to this i I don't really want to admit it right and i think that might be a a general problem with some of the with liberals Mm -hmm. is they don't want to admit that their group that their party could Mm -hmm. be this fucking gross and disgusting yeah like i'm never going to believe that Hillary Clinton has a punch bowl full of children's blood and <laughs> I have their heard friends. <laughs> and I don't believe in <clears throat> Pizzagate and all right. that shit. But what about there, Anthony are, Wiener, people, dude? there like, are people who are fucking young kids. Yeah. And I know people say, well, it's a Catholic church. The Catholic mm-hmm. church, you know, they, obviously that's, that's awful, but that's, but, but the, it's not more prevalent in the Catholic Church than it is in public schools yeah. in America. Yeah, there's some fucked up people out there. The difference is Catholic Church is supposed to have a moral high ground. So people have always looked at Republicans as the ones who are hypocritical with this mm-hmm. shit. Um, so it's 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 a very interesting thing to think about Hollywood in terms of like what it does to people, like how it like chews people up and spits yeah. them out. And, and people with money, people. they get away with shit. Oh, they get away with shit. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you this this thing. Um, yeah, please do. Um, do you have anything that people can see you on right now? Oh yeah, it's actually, Fight, Fight Valley. Fight, for one. Well, yeah, um, but uh, I have a movie called Harvey coming out, um, and that's the one I was just talking about that we did uh, in Florida in November. Uh-huh. Um, it's like a, I would say it's like a dark comedy. It's like a really like a lot of it's a small town. Uh, it takes place in a bowling alley. I play Karen, who's like a. Karen. Oh, you play, you play Karen. Yeah, that's and, great, dude. And I, it just look. I look totally different. I like it. It was so you get to really chew chew to the role then. Yeah, it was fun. When you see when you see me, you'll be like, well, and it comes Aaron? out when? Uh, we're October. I think we're going to do an LA premiere. Nice. Um, and it's just yeah, it's like a cool like small it. town. Yeah. So I, I'm actually a producer on it too. Nice. Yeah. Thanks. First first producer credit. That's very great. Um, but yeah, no, I've seen it like three times already, and it yeah. it looks great, and the music is really good. It's very like Stranger Things. Um, yeah. My really good friend, uh, his name. Uh, Johnny Alonzo he uh, like legit like brings me on everything he's doing he's the best oh wow um, so he was executive producing this and uh, he, he did all the music and the music is just like really good like yeah. it's really so like even if you for some reason don't like the movie like you're gonna be like dude this movie's like awesome it's like underground like a lot of German bands and stuff like just oh wow yeah 80s vibe like really cool oh very cool yeah. I look forward to it and where can people find you on the social meds um Erin O'Brien actress is my Erin O'Brien uh, actress yeah it's everything and you talk about your boyfriend where's your, where's your boyfriend's social media uh his <laughs> is Eric Hade he's Eric he, Hade. dude you gotta bring him on he's got a fucking story oh st- I, I'd love to hear story. some stories yeah let him know he's I'd got, love to have he him was on. in prison in Pakistan stand for three years oh shit yeah he's got a documentary on um on amazon right now what's called, it called uh eric odd day story three years in pakistan oh fuck. it's a fucking nuts so watch that and let me know i what will you think. for yeah. sure all right well thank you for coming aaron yeah, you're awesome good to connect with you after arlandria and check out the arlandria video by the food fighters on youtube to see me and aaron in action thank you all right guys thanks for listening